Glancing at a rack of various guns, he grabbed a chassepot and went on. This breech-loading baby is my finest rifle. I can also show you my latest revolver, but, uh, that face of yours is telling me otherwise. Something on your mind. Yes, replied Flint despondently. Marshal Solomon just told me that someone's been murdering aboriginals, the Wakaya. Now, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but Solomon seems to think that the man responsible for killing them is Browder. What? Yeah, I could hardly believe it myself, said Flint. I guess your reaction is how most folks would respond, which is why you need to keep this a secret. The only reason why I told you this is because I need you to come with me. I'm not sure if I can stop an outlaw at my age, especially if he's Browder. I see, said Joey, startled. Well then, what are we waiting for? He tossed his chassepot to Flint, grabbed a Winchester for himself, and placed it in a gun scabbard. Flint, meanwhile, stocked up on bullets and slung a bandolier over his vest. Aye, pouted Joey. You're paying for all that, right? Consider us coming back alive as payment. Joey rubbed his chin. Hmm, you're always a thinker. I guess that's why I'm still following you, even now you're crazy. They both chuckled. Anything else we need? Some food for the journey would suffice, said Flint. You still have some leftover bush tucker, right? Yep, said Joey, going downstairs. Get one of your knapsacks, too, said Flint. We can put the food inside. He raised his voice since Joey was in the cellar. I'm going to take some extra ammo just in case. Good idea, said Joey, also raising his voice. Flint noticed a double-action swing-out cylinder magnum on the counter. He had never seen such a gun before. Flint peeked at the basement door, no sign of Joey, and put the gun in his left holster. The magnum barely fit, but he managed. After taking several more bandoliers of ammunition from beneath the counter, he walked over to the door leading outside. Still waiting for Joey, he started feeling anxious, pacing back and forth. He wondered whether the outlaw who'd killed the Wakaya was in fact Browder. If it was him, thought Flint, why did he vanish for so many years, and why did he decide to come back? Could he have a posse with him, or is he acting alone? He snapped out of his daydreaming, hearing steps creak from behind. So, began Joey, finally coming back upstairs. Does Amanda know what we're planning to do now? Amanda, replied Flint, staring blankly at him as if he didn't recognize the name. Joey exploded with laughter. What's so funny? asked Flint, irritated. She knows how busy I can be with this line of work. Besides, if she starts worrying, she can visit Solomon. He'd probably tell her something to calm her down. Have it your way, partner, said Joey, tapping Flint on the shoulder. Let's get out of here and find us an outlaw before the festival. He exited his shop and reached his stallion, placing his knapsack on the saddle. Time for another long ride, buddy. Flint walked across the road and freed his mare from the hitch post. Buddy... Joey's black stallion trotted toward Donna. The steeds stood beside each other until their masters tugged their reins. Together they galloped out of Desona's, south.